The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Remember, says Mr. Ruskin, that the most beautiful things in the world are the most useless. Peacocks and lilies, for instance. Of course. Is there any living animal more beautiful than the peacock? Probably not. And in this connection, it might be well to consider that the beautiful member of the peacock family is the male. How much money do you want to let me and my company get back on our trucks and go back to the city? I don't want money. Well, I don't understand. If you don't want money, what do you want? I want your wife. My, my wife? <laughs> your wife must agree to spend one night with me. Our mystery drama number one was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Larry Haynes. I'll be back shortly with Act One. It's always better to be handsome than it is to be homely. Attractive people have an impressive head start in the race for success. Indeed, it can be said of many that their face is their fortune. But beauty, alas, is only skin deep. And those who own it should handle it with extreme care. Since, like a bubble or a balloon, it is so easily punctured and deflated. Suddenly, the sky is filled with puffs of smoke and flashes of fire. In the distance, a menacing armored column approaches. Crouched in a dugout behind a machine gun... A solitary soldier fires desperately at the oncoming enemy. He shouts into a small portable radio. Curtis White! Grandson calling Curtis White. Enemy tanks at map coordinate 16 by 37. 16 by 37. Request artillery barrage. Curtis White, this is grandson. Need artillery. Curtis White, I gotta have artillery. Oh, darn it. Cut, What's the matter, Bart? Well, isn't it obvious? Hey, listen, Frank. What do you, what do you, what do you want from Frank? Huh? His camera's in the wrong place, no. Frank. Hold it, hold it, Bart. Listen, you have a beef about the photography. You talk to me first. Well, he's shooting the wrong side of my face. Bart, I'm directing this picture. Well, I thought it was understood. You don't shoot me from the left. Frank set up to shoot your right side. Now, you were the one who turned around. Well, I had to lean over to pull the bolt on that stupid machine gun. All right, let's do the scene over. Okay, okay, Bart. Okay, it's your money. But uh, I'll have to plant new dynamite charges and get all those vehicles to move back and then come forward again. Look, I don't know if we're going to have enough sunlight left. All right, fix the position of that dumb machine gun so when I lean over, I don't have to turn my face. All right, side, left side. You're like some aging ingenue. Terry, my face is my fortune. Ooh, all right, all right. So we'll shoot it again. Come in. 
Oh, hello, Terry. Hello, Ruth. Bart around? Want to go over some notes with him? Oh, I think he's down at the bar. The bar? Mm -hmm. There isn't any decent booze to be had around here for love or money. <laughs> some hotel, huh? Some country. Uh, why did Bart insist on shooting this, uh, this epic down here? Uh, it won't be a bad picture, you oh, know. Oh, I know, I know. I'll save it. But why couldn't we do locations in Colorado or Utah or, or the Dakotas like civilized people? Why do we have to come to this place? <sighs> Guess you could call it the land that time forgot. I think you get values out of it. There's a kind of a ominous feeling to the landscape. It works well for the picture. Yeah, sure, sure. What are you doing here, Ruth? He likes to have me around when he's shooting. Yeah. I'm the only one whose judgment he trusts. You shouldn't complain, Terry. What would your life be like if I weren't here? I'll, I'll tell you what really bothers me. The fact that he cast Betty Whalen. She doesn't mean anything to him. Okay, Rue. Once again, I'm sorry. Shouldn't have brought it up. I'm sorry it bothers you. Doesn't it bother you? Yes. Well, why don't you do something about it? Well, what can I do? I'm not an attractive woman. Who and what would I be? I want Mrs. Bart Wallace. Well, well, you're right, Ruth. And I have no right to start a row between a man and his wife. Thanks, Terry. Well, I notice you didn't contradict me. Well, what could you say that would make me want to contradict you? Oh, when I said I'm not attractive. Oh, now, that just isn't true. Believe me, Ruth. I'd find it easier to believe you if you'd said it without prompting. I have to find Bart. And really, you are very attractive. Sure. No, I mean it. Terry. Yeah, I was just up to your room. I have some scene changes for tomorrow. Yeah, later, huh? When's later? It's almost 10 o'clock now. Well, I, uh... Oh, never mind. Now, it's not what you think. You want to have a little fling with Betty Whalen? It's your affair. It's nothing like that. No? I do know Betty's been a singer and dancer all her life. It's a brand new kind of role. Well, I am not the one who cast her for this picture. But she has a kind of, uh, a glow in the dark. Terry, she needs reassurance. Extra rehearsal. That's one thing about making a film. We really don't rehearse enough. Uh-huh. She's used to the Broadway musical situation where they spend weeks and weeks perfecting their routines. Oh, what about Ruth? What about her? Do you think Ruth doesn't know about Betty Whalen? You think she didn't know about all of them? Hmm? All of them? You make me sound like uh, Don Juan. Now, you still didn't answer the question. What about Ruth? Uh... Actually, you're not required to answer. You're, you're not accountable to me. Terry, you're the best friend I've got in the business. I would never lie to you. You just... About any, anything important. Ruthie is happy. Oh, yeah? Yes, I mean it. Here she is, a plain dame, married to a guy like me. Chick, do you realize what you're saying? Do you know what it sounds like? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know that... Heavy thinkers like you write me off as a lightweight, but I'm not altogether dumb. I did put together my own picture company, so I'm more than just a handsome face. Oh, so modest. But what I was just saying is the truth, Terry. You don't like it, but I'm sorry. That's how it is. She is very happy that I married her. Mm. She, she had... 
time to give up on marrying. She had reconciled herself to becoming an old maid. Oh, and you saved her from a fate worse than death. You're fighting it, Terry. You refuse to accept reality. She knew. She knows. I'm not a one-woman guy. But she has something none of the rest of them get. What's that? My name. My name. She is the lady of my house. She is the one I come home to. Oh, you have got to be the greatest living, walking ad for women's lib on this entire sorry planet. Ah, Terry, that is one field where I'm the master, the doctor. And that is women. I know, I know what a dame really wants. Oh, well then you are one up on a fellow doctor, Sigmund Freud. He said that after a lifetime of study, he simply couldn't figure it out. Well, with all due respect, maybe he wasn't such a hot expert. I could have set him straight. Is that everything from yesterday's shooting? How does it look? We'll get by with it. Terry, Terry, this is going to be one of the greatest pictures of all time. We ready for tomorrow? Uh, Bard, I was talking to the governor of this place. Now, the location that has the cleft in the mountain range, mm-hmm. well, he tells me it's considered unsecured territory. Unsecured? From what? Well, it's not under government control. Well, under whose control is it? Whichever bandit or guerrilla leader happens to be prowling around at the time. Terry, we were over there in the helicopter. The place is deserted. Look, I am just telling you the facts of life. Well, why is it any worse there than it is here in in, in so-called civilization? Oh, Bart, be reasonable. The governor of the province. What was he last year? He was a, a bandit or a guerrilla leader himself. It isn't wise to take the company up there. It's only for one day shooting. Oh, yeah, Bart. There are times... You know, I have a fantastic idea. Suppose a couple of these gorillas do come around. We'll we'll put them in the picture. Are you crazy? Well, you just refuse to give me credit for sensational ideas, Terry. All those guys, what do they want? Publicity. We can work them into the picture as as partisans fighting for freedom. Oh. Huh? Oh, Bart, you don't have a brain in your handsome head. But the good Lord made up for it. You have something that's worth infinitely more. Luck. That's what I keep telling you, kid. You stick with me. Some of it is sure to rub off. Right here. Driver, stop here. I'll go. Terry? Uh, Is this where you want to set up? Did you ever see anything like it? Well, I got to admit... It's perfect. Yeah, you thought I was crazy to come out for one sequence. I can make the whole picture. It captures the essence of the land. You feel instinctively this is why these people are willing to die for it. Yeah, well, with a break, we can set it up and shoot it before lunch and then be out of here. Oh, I don't think I have ever seen such a beautiful morning. Yeah, I guess that's right, Ruth. It's gorgeous. Okay, Bart, everything is set up just about ready. Terry's doing a fantastic job, isn't he? Well, that's the secret of success in this business. Surround yourself with people who can help you. And take the credit for yourself. Well, everybody makes his own deal in this life. I suppose so. Ruth. Ruth, I want to ask you something. Are you happy? (laughs) Yes, Bart. I'm happy. Okay, everybody on set. This is the big scene, baby. This is the one for all the marbles. This is the Academy Award. 
quiet down, huh? Let's hold it. Betty? Yes, Terry? Now, you have got to be tired. Not, not tired, do you understand? Oh, uh, yes, yes, Terry. Uh, good, good. Now, you haven't had anything to eat in three days. I don't want to see you smile. Oh, yes, Terry. How am I doing, Terry? Bart, you're an art form under yourself. Always kidding, huh? You're the one who has to have the smile, Bart. As you lay there, mortally wounded, dying in her arms, that, uh, small smile on your handsome face, well, it tells us that one day the people shall rise again. Hmm? Okay, let's do it. Just as you were. Make this a take, and we can break and go home. Roll them. There is no death. Scene four too late. Take 16. Action! Even though I... I die, my darling. You must know there is no death. We live on in the hearts of those we love. We live on. Oh, God! God, what's this all about? There's not supposed to be any firing. Hey, look. Hey. Hey, who are those guys? Who do you think they're bandits? They're gorillas. All right, all right, don't worry. Now, listen, everybody, don't worry. Just keep calm. Ah, buenos dias. Good morning. Welcome to my country. Well, thank you, sir. My name is Bart Wallace. Ah, Bart Wallace. <laughs> I am a uh, partisan, how do you say, uh, a fan of yours. Would you like my autograph? Well, it would be an honor. <laughs> but later. I uh, see you are busy. Yes, we're shooting a picture. My name is Numero Uno. I am number one. I am number one here. Soon, I shall be number one in the province, then in the country. And then, quien sabe, amigo? Who knows? My men and I, uh, have we your permission to watch? Well, certainly. Well, then please continue. Terry! Terry, you want to pick it up? You see, I told you if any of these guys showed up, I'd have a meeting right out of my hand. It looks that way, doesn't it? But it can't be this easy. One small caveat here. When you have someone eating out of your hand, there is always a lurking possibility that you can get it bitten off. This will be something more to explore in Act Two. in the midst of shooting their motion picture deep in the wilderness of a rather untamed country. The proceedings are now being witnessed by a local bandit. Or is he a gorilla, possibly a revolutionist, named modestly enough, Numero Uno? Whatever else one chooses to say about this Numero Uno, one thing is sure, the man is a thoroughgoing movie fan. There is no death. We live on. We live on in the hearts of those we love. We live on forever. Cut! Cut! That is a tape! Bravo. Bravissimo. 
Never have I been so Well, thank you. Thank you, numero uno. Oh, I, I should like to have you meet the company. I shall treasure this moment to my dying day. Uh, Terry Miller, our director. Uh, Betty Whalen, my leading lady. Oh, how do you do? Oh, yes, Miss Whalen. How many times in how many pictures have you danced your way into my heart? Uh, Frank Chen Lee, our head cameraman. Oh. Joe Gordon, our art director, Billy Youngman, Phil Downs, Herb Goldstein, Sam Riley. Oh, these names, these names. Always have they been just letters across the screen. But they are people, live, living people. Yes, of course. <laughs> now, uh, we're about to break up. <laughs> and who is that most charming lady? Uh, which charming lady? Standing over there. You know, you just gave me the feed for the oldest gag in the world. That's no charming lady. That's my wife. Your wife? Oh, come, come, come. You must introduce me. Uh, Ruth, dear. Ruth. This, uh, this is, uh, numero uno. Uh, my wife, Ruth Wallace. I am completely charmed. How do you do? How fortunate you are, Mr. Wallace. Uh, just call me lucky. What do you think of our country, Mrs. Wallace? Uh, would you excuse me, please? I have to check out the sound tapes. Uh, have you been married for a long time to Mr. Bart Wallace? Ten years. Almost a lifetime. Are you married? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. It was one of those things that was planned by our parents when we were children. <laughs> but I do not pay very much attention to it. Then you're not in love with your wife. Oh, we are fond of each other. You uh, asked me what I thought of your country. I'm sorry, I haven't seen very much of it. Well, I should like to show it to you. Our deep rivers, high mountains, lovely valleys. You would like it. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm sorry I won't have the chance. We'll be heading back soon. Oh? As a matter of fact, my husband and Terry and myself should be going right after lunch. You'll join us, I hope. I should be delighted. Yes, yes, an excellent meal. Most splendid. Well, that's the one thing I always do on location, make sure of the food. Oh, by the way, I never did give you my autograph, did I? I was hoping you would remember. I'll be prepared. I always carry pen and paper for the purpose. And here we are. Sincere good wishes. Bart Wallace. I am in your debt. Yeah, I really got a thrill out of meeting you, numero uno. But uh, I'm afraid now we have to go back. Uh, Bart! Bart, our cars are gone! Our cars are gone! What do you, what do you mean... <laughs> Everything was parked just around the bend in the road. They're gone, I tell you. Well, where are the drivers? Uh, permit me. I, we need your vehicles. Oh. Oh, I see. Yes, to be used for the benefit of the people, of course. Of course. And uh, our uh, film, equipment, this is a negotiable matter. Ah. Well... Okay, let's negotiate. Tell me what you want. <laughs> you, you have no delicacy. Oh, now, what's the difference for our film, our equipment, ourselves, and transportation back? That's what we're talking about, isn't it? You have summed it up. 
neatly. All right, name your price. We're men of business. Are we? I can write this off to uh, necessary expenses. So let's be reasonable, that's all. You see this as a matter of business? Well, isn't it? Now, give me your price. How much money do you want? Money. Well, money, money, yes. That's what we're talking about, isn't it? No. We're not talking about money? I do not wish to have any of your money. Well, if it isn't money, what else can it be? You have no concept of what I am talking about. No, you've you? got you. You've got me. What do you want? I want your wife. You you want my wife? Yes. Now, you've got to be kidding. Now, why would you... Oh, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know how it's done in your country, but in our country, a man doesn't give or sell his wife. Do not patronize me, please. I am not one of your unlettered barbarians. If I were, I would take her by force. I know. Now, wait a second. And what is to prevent me? Pedro! Vicente! Shoot the first one who moves! You see? See how easily it could be done? But this is not my way with women. I ask. I always ask the lady. She must always come to me willingly. But she's my wife. And your wife, she shall remain. I only ask her to spend one night with me. You're not serious. The decision is hers. And hers alone. And until she makes it, we shall all remain exactly where we are. You can't get away with this. Why don't we listen to what the lady says? Assuming that I can believe what I hear... Yes, you can. Uh, may I speak with you privately for just a minute? Oh, certainly. Well, not too privately. Just uh, right over here. Uh, not the main thing. Why are you doing this to me? Is this your idea of a joke? A joke? Why do you say that? Well, what... What do you want with me? I find you irresistible. Oh, please. It's true. If you're serious about this kind of thing, why don't you pick her? Betty, Betty, Betty Whalen. She's beautiful. Now, I... I don't want to sound catty, but the truth is, she'd be willing. I mean, I, I don't know anyone she ever really turned down. Oh, I'm sorry I said that, but I, I think I'm going crazy. Why? Why? Well, good Lord, look at me. I have done nothing but look at you since I first set eyes on you. No, no, please, don't say any more. Why? I... I can't believe it. Do you think you are incapable of inciting a man's passion? You're talking to the wrong person. I have this feeling for you. Oh, please. I took a vow to be faithful to my husband. He took a vow to be faithful to you. Has he kept his? Well, that... That doesn't matter. Why not? I... Oh, please. You... You should have sufficient time to think this over. Reflect. Surely... You do not find me unattractive, do you? Truthfully? N no. <laughs> there. Bravo. We are making progress. Hey, this guy isn't kidding. I don't 
get it. Ruth? Why Ruth? What does he see in Ruth? We'll have to spend the night out here. You know, it's crazy. We don't have any shelter or any blankets. We'll, we'll be out in the open. What, what do we do if it rains? Does he know something I don't know? Bart. Bart, I don't know what's going to happen. I'd better talk to Ruth. What are you going to tell her? What do you mean? There's only one thing you can say to her. You do it or don't do it. Hey, now, wait a minute. Anything else is conversation. Where is she? She's just up there sitting on a rock. Well, what are you waiting for? I, I, uh, I don't know what to say to her. Oh. Hello? Oh, hi, Betty. Join the party. Listen, you want me to talk to Ruthie? About what? Well, about the situation. Uh, why would you tell her? I would tell her this guy is serious. Oh, I don't think Ruth would... What am I saying? I know she'd never. Besides, it's a joke. No, not anymore. It may have started that way, but his men think he's serious. He can't back down now, even if he wanted to. He can't lose face. Oh, I have to tell her that. She has to think of more than just herself. I know I would. Well, she wouldn't take that from you. Okay, but somebody has to tell her. How about you, Terry? You could always talk to her. Oh, no, 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 no. It can't be me. Why not? Because you're her husband. It has to be you. Well, how can I tell her something? You better. They don't intend to give us any shelter. Now, suppose tomorrow we're still here and they don't give us any food. All right. I'll talk to her. Well, uh, now how about right now? Now, don't rush me. I have to get my, uh, my thoughts together, somehow. Ruthie? Oh, he startled me. Oh, uh, how, how, uh, how, how do you feel? You know something I, I don't know? Now, we, uh, we have a lot to talk about. All married couples always have a lot to talk about. Well, this, uh... This unusual situation, Ruth. Oh, yes, it is unusual, isn't it? Yes, it sure is. <clears throat> How many film companies get themselves captured by bandits? For just once in our married lives, the situation is one where I'm to be unfaithful. Now, Ruth, I know things haven't... Uh, well, things could be better. Oh, yes, indeed. But hang it all, we're in bad trouble out here. Yes, we're all in trouble. But not all of us are in the same kind of trouble. Ruth? Uh, Ruth, about about this guy, uh, this uh, numero uno. Yes? What about him? Well, he, he, uh, he is serious. Oh, I'm aware of that. And uh, what, are you, what are you thinking about, Ruth? What am I thinking about? Yeah, I mean, uh, what, uh, what do you uh, want to do? Right now, Bart. At this very moment, I don't know what I want to do. Then it isn't open and shut. There's a doubt, a question. What should she do? You realize that here we are posing a fundamental moral problem. 
the answer should be obvious. Or should it? What happens to the ice of morality when it's subjected to the heat of reality? More soul-searching is scheduled for Act 3. human activity is determined by a body of statutes. The law is clear. Thou shalt not. But the clear voice of morality is always blurred and distorted by the static of daily life. And accommodation bends the rules for all of us at one time or another. Deplore it if you will, but how else could we manage to lead happy lives? Or any sort of lives? What do you want to do, Ruth? I shouldn't think twice about it. Uh, think twice about what? Having an affair. Ruth. You never do? I'm, uh, I'm sorry about everything. Are you? Yes, it's, uh, it's all part of my image. Oh, is that what it is? Please try to understand, Ruth. I have to be true to my public. Even if it means being false to your wife? Okay, I ask for that. But it's true. Why is it true? Because I radiate... I radiate sex. Uh-huh. And for that reason, those millions of women cannot accept me as a happily married man. Oh, they can't? They have to believe that I'm not happy with my wife, that she isn't enough for me. Oh, really? Why? Well, so that, uh, that vicariously... That's a very good word. Vicariously, each of those millions of women can feel that I am being unfaithful with her. Oh. And that's true. That's true, Ruth. You you can ask any psychiatrist. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll make a note of it. But why did you marry me? Well, every guy, deep down, wants to be married. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, take it from me. He wants to have a nice little wife to... Uh, to come home to uh, a home. So? You picked the mousiest little woman you could find, didn't you? Ruth. You had to let all the mousy little women know that they also had a chance. Oh, vicariously. Now, Ruth. To be your unimportant wife. Ruth, you're very important to me. Mm, but I'm not supposed to have any feelings. Uh, you're hitting a guy when he's down. It's all right for you to flaunt Betty Whelan. And all the Betty Whelans of the world in my face, isn't it? Now, don't get mad. You want me to go and... Spend the night with that man, don't you? I never said that you should go. Why not? Why is it such a big deal? You do things like that all the time. Not all the time, Ruth. As a matter of fact, not even as often as you might be led to think. Actually, I'm getting older. Please. Please go away from me, Bart. I, I just want to be by myself for a while. Look at everybody. We've got the whole company sprawled out on the ground. Isn't there some way we can get out of here? How? He's got guys with guns surrounding the place. Even if we could sneak past, it's a hundred miles to civilization or what passes for it out there. Well, we have got to do something soon. All right. I'm going to have a talk with that clown. Hey, don't sell him short. I'm going to talk with him right now. Yes, 
amigo. How can I help you? I, uh... I have a deal for you. A deal? Yes, I'll, uh... I'll make a feature film, and you'll be the hero. I have already stated my terms. Sure, sure. However, uh, let me counsel you. Ah, counsel. Now, we're both men of the world. Yes? In, in the sense that we uh, obviously both like a good joke, a good time, good whiskey. Although I uh, do have to be careful, otherwise it could blotch my face. This witch would be a pity. Yes, now... What was I saying? Uh, you had mentioned good jokes, good times, good whiskey. And good women. Ah, yes, of course. The quartet without which life is dull. Now, talking about good women, I, I can tell you that uh, you have picked the wrong one. Oh? Did I? Yes, you should have chosen my leading lady. Ah, yes, Betty Whalen. Yes, indeed, Betty Whalen, Miss Betty Whalen. Now, you just take it from one who knows. She is by far the better choice. Oh, I want to thank you most sincerely. Don't mention it. My original condition still stands. Now, look, uh... Man to man, what can you possibly see in her compared to Betty Whalen? Compared to Miss Whalen, who is the moon, your wife is the sun. You're putting me on. I feel sorry for you. You are so blind, so deaf, so dumb. What do you see in my wife, a fellow like you? You can get practically any woman you want. Yes, practically is correct. I'm having trouble getting your wife. But you haven't told me. What do you see in her? Beauty. Beauty? Not the empty, the vapid, petty prettiness of a Betty Whelan. No. The radiant beauty of a goddess Athena. The shining beauty that touches the soul. You see that in my wife? And you don't? I pity you. You see all that? See it. Fail it. How few women there are in the world. What are you talking about? There's millions of women. Millions of females. But women. Full-blooded, full-souled women. No. She is my first. And I mean to have her. But I'm trying to... You have nothing to say about it, my friend. The decision is hers. And hers alone. Bart? Hmm? Did you talk to Ruth last night? She, uh... She wouldn't tell me anything. Oh, uh, did, did you talk to the, uh... The maniac? Yeah, that's what he is. You know. Well, nothing's changed. <sighs> then I have to talk to Ruth myself. Alone. What are you going to tell her? What do you think? I don't know what to think anymore. Ruth? Oh, hello, Terry. Oh, still sitting out here? Yeah. Uh, I hope you take this in the proper spirit. You see, the uh, company has approached me. The company? Yeah, individually and as a group, practically. Everybody agrees. To what? Well, it's a deplorable thing, you know, but, uh... But? Well, sometimes a person has to think of the welfare 
the group. Ruth, we can all die out here. Doesn't anyone want to take the opportunity to die a hero's death? Uh, I don't think so. So? That's the way it is. You must hate us. No, not really. I'm not even disappointed. Well, that's, that's the part that really hurts me. Oh, now, don't you do that, Terry. Don't you start feeling injured. You don't deserve it. I, uh, you're absolutely right. And, uh, I, I, I want you to know this. Everybody in the company, and I spoke to everybody with no exceptions, they all took an oath to keep this secret. Oh, no, never. I won't have it. Terry, call the company together. <laughs> present situation and what must be done to alleviate it. I will announce my decision. I intend to spend a highly agreeable, even pleasurable evening with numero uno. Ruth! But I do not wish this matter to be kept secret. I am not doing it for any of you. I'm doing it for myself. Well, I won't allow... I am doing it because numero uno has completely swept me off my feet. And indeed, what other woman has ever had such an opportunity to help her fellow man and have such a good time doing it? Far from keeping it quiet, I intend to brag about this for the rest of my life. Are you crazy? Oh, yes. Well, I was. For ten years. I have come to my senses, finally. I am beautiful. I am desirable. A man wants me. He wants me for myself. He wants me so badly he would destroy all 19 members of this company for my sake. Brava, bravissima. Such passion. You keep your promise to my friends. My word is my bond. But that's only incidental. I understand. My passionate one. You won't do this, Ruth. You can't stop me, Bart. Now, don't do it because you want to teach me a lesson. On the contrary, darling. I want to teach myself a lesson. Well, I won't allow it. You are powerless to prevent it. Oh, yeah? Well, I... I I challenge you to a duel. You... What? Oh, don't be silly, Bart. Well, what do you say, Numero Uno? You can't refuse me. You'll be killed. Are you afraid of me? You never held a gun in your life except a prop on a movie set. You wish to die, my friend? Are you scared? Have it your way. It's the challenge party. I have the choice of weapons, but... I shall defer to you. Are you more adept with the sword or the pistol? Oh, he wouldn't know what to do with either one. The pistol, the... No! Ah, Jose, por favor, su pistola. Bart, are you crazy? You're my wife, you belong to me and to nobody else. Oh, gracias, gracias. Here, my friend, all you do is just point and pull the trigger. Now, I shall walk to that tree. And you shall stand by this rock. He'll kill you. We shall fire at each other until our guns are empty. Or one of us falls dead, whichever occurs sooner. Now, I shall walk. When I arrive at the tree, I shall turn and we may commence. Now, I begin to walk. But don't! You may open fire. Well, why don't you shoot? The stupid thing won't go off. Are you pulling the trigger? 
nothing happens. The safety catch must still be on. Push it off. Yeah, uh, where is it? It's that little thing just below the hammer. Where? where? Oh, oh, I say it. No, don't hold the gun near your face. Away from your face. Oh, oh, darling. Oh. Ruth. Omar. Uh, Ruthie, before I die, oh. I want you to know I... I love you. Oh, I always loved you. And I'm not... I'm not afraid to... to play older parts anymore. Oh. He, oh. He, he's dead. No, oh. no, my goddess. Oh. He lives. Oh. He has frightened himself unconscious. Oh. In the powder blast is painful, but he lives. I suppose I... I have to go through with, with my part of the bargain. Do you want to? Freely? I... I don't know. I truly don't know. Jose, see that these people are safely transported back to the city. <sighs> Thank you. It's nada. As we say, it's nothing. For the first time in ten years, I feel married. Goodbye, goddess. Goodbye. Perhaps not goodbye. Perhaps au revoir. Au revoir. I think I need time to decide who is numero uno. Numero uno. And is it also numera una? Do we always marry numero one, the first choice, the top candidate? Do we? Each must answer this question privately. And suppose we find we have been mistaken. Do we change horses in midstream? I realize it's a mixed metaphor, but that's what life is. A mixed-up business. I'll be back shortly. Differences of opinion. That's the story of horse racing. It's also the story of life. And love. Especially love. What does he see in her? What does she see in him? Those are the constant questions. The ugly duckling doesn't really change into a swan. She has been a swan all along. It's our perception that changes. A girl you wouldn't look at twice in the street suddenly becomes a vision of beauty and delight when her face is up there on that great silver screen. Perception. The name of the game of life. Our cast included Larry Haynes, Evie Juster, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Mrs. E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.